further, faster, and experience greater than we ever have experienced in God. And so uh, I, I'm excited to be able to bring this third installment in this series and talking about that. And really what I'm talking about is the Spirit-led life. We cannot go further faster without being led of the Holy Spirit in our lives and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct us in our lives. And if you've been with us, uh, uh, you've, you've heard some messages that I believe that will help you already in your in your journey and making that happen. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to them. The first week we talked about if we're going to go further faster, if we're going to live that spirit-led life, then we have to have a strong desire in our lives. We have to have a desire for God's ways. If we don't have a desire for God's ways, then we're not going to be spirit-led. And so there's a variety of things that I talked about in that first series or that first uh, message uh, that you can go online and listen to. The second one we talked about, which was last week, we talked about uh, following the inward witness and that God puts a witness. As we're, as we're born again, if we're born again believers, we've asked Jesus Christ to come into our life. He's taken that sinful nature out of us and he's placed his nature in us. Then the Holy Spirit has come to live inside of us. And we talked about that last week. And, uh, and how he leads us, the, the, the main way that he leads us is through that inward witness. And he'll witness for something or against something once we start taking steps in, in our journey. He'll witness whether it's the right thing or whether it's the wrong thing. He'll witness for it. If it's for it, he'll give us like a green light inside, which is like that velvety type sense inside. Or or if it's against what he wants for us, then there will be like a, a red light, a sandpapery sense inside. Don't go there. Don't do that. It's not the right thing. And as we have discovered, if we go that route, then it's going to turn out wrong. It's going to turn out hurtful and harmful, and it's going to cause bad things to happen in our lives. So we talked about that. And so that brings us up to today. And I'm going to talk about following the inner, inward perception uh, that God has a, and I'll explain that in a little bit, but we need to follow that inner, inward perception. There's something how, how God speaks to us that I'm going to bring out that used to confuse me. It's like I hear all these different people, these different ministers say, well, God told me, God told me, God told me, God told me, God told me. And I'm thinking, man, am I just missing it or what? I've never heard the voice of God before. I've never heard. I was looking for this audible voice or I was looking for this voice period. And I, I, and I know that God can do that. I understand and I understand that it probably, uh, I mean, it's happened before for probably a number of different people. I've never heard a voice, but yet I hear from God. And, and it proves out regularly. I never hear a voice. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain to you today what to look for that I believe that's going to liberate you in understanding how God leads you and I in this, in this journey of life. And so I want to break out a scripture. Romans 8.14 wants you to understand that it should, not be, it should not be an abnormal thing for us to be led by God's Spirit. That it ought to be a normal thing. That it ought to be abnormal for us not to be led by the Spirit of God. Romans 8.14 says this, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God... They are the sons of God. And as I brought out, and if you've been with us, I brought out another translation called the voice translation that clarifies that, breaks, make, brings greater clarity. It says, if the Spirit of God is leading you, then take comfort in knowing that you are His children. 
Why? Because God leads his children. God leads his children. He wants to lead us if we will be led by him. He wants to lead you and I. Amen? Amen? But man, I tell you, I was confused for a lot of years. And it's like, uh, okay, God's speaking to him. He's speaking to her. And I still hear it. I still hear it all the time. And I try to be as clear as possible that, you know, I really sense this is what God's telling me. Okay? Because I want you to understand how God speaks to you so that you can understand how he's leading you and how he wants to lead you in, in your life. He will lead you through that inward witness. You'll start taking a step towards a, a particular direction and, and it's like, oh man, that just doesn't seem like the right thing to do. It, uh, it's like, ah, uh, inside, in, inside your spirit. And we're a spirit being. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And, 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 and you know, don't go that away. Don't go that away. But I'm going to tell you even beyond that, God wants to speak to you. He wants you to hear his voice, but he wants you to understand how his voice, uh, how, it, how he speaks to you in, in your life. And so we'll talk about that in just a moment. But I made this comment uh, in, throughout this series. And I'm going to make it throughout, uh, throughout this, the duration of this series. And it's this. By, by living a spirit-led life, we will go further faster in every area of life without compromising anything. Without compromising anything. If we will follow God's spirit, we don't have to compromise our health. We don't have to compromise our relationships. We don't have to compromise our integrity. We don't have to compromise anything that God has established for us to live our life by that it will prove out to be the Holy Spirit in our life. And so, so we, we need to understand that, that God wants to take you further faster. A lot of times people try to go further faster, but in doing so they compromise a lot of things getting to wherever they get. They want it, they want it now, and they go after it. And they may, ex- they may succeed in getting some of the things that they get, but they lose a lot of different things in the way, in, uh, on the way. Of, of accomplishing it. Are you understanding? They may lose their marriage. They may lose their health. They may lose, you know, a variety of different things. Uh, and they may be rich. But they, they're miserably rich because they're lonely, because they have horrible marriage, horrible uh, children in their life because they compromise so much to get there. And God, he's, he's not going to allow that to happen in our lives. Whatever he establishes, it's going gonna, it's gonna to produce life in our lives. Which brings me to the point. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 6, at a living Bible says, Following after the Holy Spirit leads to life and peace. Life and peace, life and peace. It's going to produce life. It's going to do, produce peace. We're going to talk about peace next week. But it's going to produce life. It's going to be life-giving. And, and that's why we as a church are purposing always to put God first, to love God, because we want to make sure that everybody that comes through our doors experience life, that life-giving ministry, the life of the Holy Spirit, the life of his body. So we produ- it produces life of peace, but, p- but following after the old nature leads to death. What is that old nature? The Bible calls it the flesh selfishness. It's going to produce death in our life. Are you with me thus far? Are you with me? Okay, because we're, we're going somewhere today. We're, we're tracking today. We're going to see some things accomplished today. And I want to talk to you about how to follow that inward perception. First of all, 
If we're going to follow the inward perception, number one, first of all, we perceive the Holy Spirit, His voice is in our spirit. We perceive that the Holy Spirit's voice is in our spirit. We need to understand. I know that I said that about the inward witness, but I just want to go back and, the, uh, and say it again, that, that what we're looking for, we're not looking for a voice through these, these physical ears. We're looking for what he's trying to say to us inside of our heart, inside of our spirit. We're a three-part being. Scripture tells us that we're spirit, soul, and body. Uh, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23 tells us that we're spirit, soul, and and body. You see it up there. It says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. How many of you understand that? When you die, your body goes back to the dust of this earth. And, and, but our spirit and soul continue to live. Okay? So we need to understand that. That, that what you see out here... Every, everything, uh, this, this is just the, the house that houses your spirit, okay? And it's the very thing that gives you all the trouble, okay? It's like, man, and, and, and there's a battle, a daily battle between this house and your spirit. The Bible tells us that the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, it's a daily war that's going on. Too many people don't understand that. And let me tell you, those three, thing, those three things have voices. Your spirit has a voice. And that's the voice we need to be listening to. When you get born again, you, you take on the very nature of God. And that's where the Holy Spirit lives. And the Holy Spirit, He speaks to your spirit. And that's where we need to be paying attention. And the voice of your spirit is your conscience. But you also have two other voices going on. The voice of your soul... Or your mind is, is, is your reasoning. And we're listening to that reasoning all the time. All the time. And we call it chatter around here. There's that inward chatter that's going on. That self-talk that's going on. And, and that voice can be so loud so often that we, that's all we hear. And we can't perceive what it is that God's saying. But it's in our spirit where we perceive what it is that God's saying. And then there's the voice of our flesh. This thing. And the voice of our flesh is our feelings. Oh my gosh. Some people are just way too touchy-feely, aren't they? Up one day, down the next. They're just, I just don't feel like it. Or, or, and you never know where they are with their feelings. Because they're listening to the voice of their feelings. And let me tell you, you should never live your life or be led by your life through your feelings. Because one day it's gonna, your feelings are going to want to serve God. The next day you want to stay in bed in Sunday morning. And, 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 and if you follow your feelings, it's going to get you into big, big trouble. It's going to lead you to death. And so you want to, you want to perceive God's, God's uh, leading in your life. So Mark chapter 2, verse 8. And it says this in Mark 2, 8. But immediately when Jesus perceived in his what? In a spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, Why do you reason about these things in your hearts? So Jesus, he perceived in his spirit what they were saying. And let me tell you, we perceive what the Holy Spirit is saying in our own spirit. 
The Holy Spirit will illuminate or reveal to us what it is that He's saying to us in our own spirits. Remember, if you've been with us, we've talked about this, that we're a three-part being. Romans chapter 12, I mean, uh, excuse me, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27 says this, The Spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. The Spirit of man is the place where God lights up. His will, His plan, His purpose is the Spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. That's where God lights up or He illuminates to us His will. In our, it's in our spirit, in our hearts. I like to say in our hearts. And it's there. We've got to be more in tune with our, our heart, with our conscience, if we will, because our conscience is the voice of our spirit where the Holy Spirit communicates to us. What do I mean by Perceive. Or perception. Follow the inner perception. Jesus perceived in his heart. He perceived. The Holy Spirit revealed to him what what they were saying. In their own hearts. And he'll do that in us. What is that inner perception? You know, there's people that will call it the sixth scent. Sense. I mean, sixth sense. And and, and they just sense it. There's a a sense that... I, I just sense that God's saying this to me. Uh, there's another thing that uh, many people call call it is discernment. I'm really just discern that God's God's telling me, or this instinct, or or this intuition that God's saying this. And I'm going to make this clear to you guys. You're going to understand. Hopefully, if you don't, wake up. But God wants to speak to us, but we have to perceive it. But too often we can't perceive what it is that God's saying because we're listening to all these other voices and it becomes so, so, so loud. By the way, we get what we're looking for. We get what we're expecting. If we're expecting, if we're expecting to hear from God, it, I've noticed this. When people expect to hear from God, they hear from God. Isn't it amazing that you can, you can have two people come into a same service and one, one of the two will walk out of there just life changed. It wasn't God's presence good. God, the word was good. Pastor preached great. Man, it was awesome. And the other one comes out complaining, murmuring and complaining. The worship was too long. The pastor spoke too long. And uh, he, you know, and on and on and on. And you can have these two different things. And I'm going to tell you, each one of them got what they expected. We get in life what we expect. Can I make it clear? Let me make it clear then. A buzzard gets what he's expecting. Guess what a buzzard's looking for? He's looking for dead stuff. Guess what he finds? What about a hummingbird looking for sweet stuff? Guess what a hummingbird finds? Sweet stuff. Too often, we in the flesh are looking for dead stuff. So what do we find? We find dead stuff. In, 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 and let me tell you, following the Holy Spirit and, and expecting the Holy Spirit to talk to us, guess what we're going to find? Sweet stuff. Too often we're, we're, we're getting what we expect. What are you expecting from God? Are you expecting to hear from Him? You, it starts with expecting. You've got to perceive what it is that God's saying. Too often we're not in, even in any kind of position to perceive what it is that God wants to say to us. 
What is that perception? I'm going to make that clear a little later. What is that perception? How do we, how do we know that? How do we understand that? But we got to perceive it first of all. I want to, I'm going to tell you it's, it's spiritually discerned. It just doesn't just happen. Just because God's speaking and he's transmitting and he's saying something doesn't mean that we're perceiving it. Does that make sense? Because we're looking for the wrong thing in life. We need to be looking for the voice of God. God wants to speak to you right now. Even as I'm speaking, he wants to speak through me into you. But you got to expect it. What is God saying? What are you perceiving in your spirit that God is speaking to you right now that will be life-changing, that will alter the course of your life, bring about his best and his greatest in your life, that will change everything in your life, that will change you in every way? What are you hearing? What are you expecting? Are you looking for the, the sweet things of God in your life? Are you allowing this flesh to dictate you looking for dead things? Because I'm going to tell you, anything that this flesh leads you into is death. Are you with me? Sorry, I'm a little passionate here. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We'll begin with verse 9. It says, But it is as it is written, Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. Thank God God's prepared all kinds of things for us. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. I'm going to pause right there. Through his spirit, he reveals it to us. How, do, how, how does he reveal it to us through his spirit? Through our spirit. It comes from his spirit to our spirit. Remember that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. That's where God shines his ways, his will is in our own heart and our own spirit. And he says here that, that, uh, that God has revealed it to them through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Next verse. It says in verse 11, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except for the spirit of God. Verse 12, Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit whom is from God, that we might know the things that God has freely given to us by him. God's given, he's freely given these things to us, but too often we're not experiencing them. We're not experiencing freedom. We're not experiencing health. We're not experiencing joy. We're not experiencing victory. We're not experiencing that, that, that life of, of completeness. We're still broken down, still broken up. We're still messed up. We're still falling apart when, when trials come. When trials come, they come to us all. Why is it that some can go through trials and they still keep, they still keep a spring in their step? Amen. Why is it that they still keep joy and peace in their hearts in the middle of a, of, of a, of a tornado going on in their life? They still, they're still they're, yet they don't look any different than when everything is calm. They still look the same. Why is that? Why is it that those things do not ever dictate their their, the, the way that they live. It's because they, they're, 
They understand what God has for them and they're connected to him. Verse 13, these things we also speak. Not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are what? They are spiritually discerned. Or I might add, I might say it this way, they are spiritually perceived. We've got to get ourselves in a position to perceive what it is that God's saying to us in order to hear what he's saying. Are we perceived? What are we expecting? Are we, are we continuously looking to the, the things that the flesh can produce out of our life? Or are we looking to God? God, I'm going to hear from you today. I'm going to hear. I hear from God all the time. You know, I could say, I, God told me, God told me, God told me. But I'm going to tell you, I'm just in a position to perceive what he's saying to me. And he wants to speak to you too today. So first of all, how do we follow the inner perception? We perceive the Holy Spirit's voice in our spirit. Secondly, we receive. Once we perceive, we got to receive. We got to be in a, in a position to receive what he's saying. If you will, we're going to go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 13. These things we also speak, not the words which man's wisdom speak, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with the spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. We can't be living a fleshly life, a natural life, and expect to receive what God's telling us. We're not gonna, we're, we need to be positioned to receive what we perceive. God's transmitting. Sometimes we might be a little sensitive to hear what he's saying, but we're not in a position to receive what he's saying. Therefore, we just shut him off. Have you ever been trying to tell somebody something and that you're giving them something from the, under the anointing of God? The Spirit of God is trying to speak through their life and it's like they have this blank face. And it's like, man, this is hitting a brick wall. Nothing is going... Nothing is, it's just not happening. They're not receiving what you're saying. Has that ever been, has that ever happened to you? And so we need to, we need to receive it. We need to receive it. People, people won't receive many times the things that they perceive because they don't want to move out. And let me tell you, I've come to the point where if I just perceive God wants me to do something, I'm going to do it. I was at a, a, uh, a uh, graduation type thing uh, this past Tuesday evening to somebody that goes to our small group that's not in our church and uh, is part of our small group and so they invited uh, my wife and I to go and while, while we were there in the middle of that uh, ceremony going on I felt in my heart that uh, and it's, it's, it's a girl that was uh, uh, in receiving her pinning and she's I don't remember exactly all of it but anyway uh, she was there and, and was there to honor her and and, uh, and that type of thing and her boyfriend's there and is a friend of ours now and he's in our small group and, and anyhow as we're there I'm just minding my own business just watching the ceremony but in my spirit I just got when this is over 
you honor him, you tell him how valuable he is. And you just let him know. And so as soon as it was over, uh, we, we exited out into the lobby. And I just pulled him aside. And I said, but I just wanted to tell you that I felt like God wanted me to let you know that. Uh, and then I just went on to ex- uh, just ex- exhort and to encourage and just speak into his life of how valuable he is. And how precious he is to God. And how much I appreciate him. And then, and then we hugged and went on our way. You perceive, you receive, then you act. You perceive, you receive, and you act. You perceive, you receive, and you act. And that happened a couple of times this week. Uh, another time that that happened this, this past week is... is uh, uh, my brother, I was, I was uh, Wednesday, I was just uh, working on some stuff for church, probably for this weekend's message. And, and just while I'm working, I'm just sitting there working. I'm just working, just working, working, and wasn't thinking about my brother. And all of a sudden, it just came in, just in my spirit. Call him and lo- let him know that the devil's a liar. I didn't hear a voice. I didn't hear a word. I just, I just perceived this. Just call him, let him know that the devil's a liar. Just call him, let him know that the devil's a liar. That little uh, perception turned into an hour and some odd minute phone call. And, and it was just a rich time of ministry that took place because of that phone call. Just because I perceived and then received what it was that God told me. See, too many times when we perceive something, sometimes because we are not unsure of what it, is that, what it is that we're receiving, whether it's of God or not, we don't receive it. Too, much, too many times we just cast it off and we don't act on it. Therefore, we never know if it's God or not. I, I, I'm going to tell you, if it ain't sin and if it ain't violating the word of God, when I perceive it, I'm acting on it. And there's been times where I just stumbled over my words talking to somebody. And I did it anyway. Because I knew in my heart that I felt and I sensed that this is what God wanted me to do. And some of you need to start receiving what it is that you perceive in your heart and and proving whether it's God or not. Listen, God wants every one of us to hear his voice. And his voice is spiritually discerned. It's spiritually perceived. It's not, it's not something that comes audibly, that you hear with your physical ears. Too many people are looking for this audible voice. They're looking for this, this spectacular thing. But it's not, you know, too many people miss the supernatural looking for the spectacular. Can God speak audibly? Yes, he can. Most of the time he does. I've never, I've been serving him for 30 years. I've never heard a voice. Not that away. I've not, not heard a voice. But I hear from God every day. Virtually, I mean pretty much every day, I'm, I'm perceiving something from God. And it happens during prayer. It happens all the time, especially during my prayer time. I'm getting all the time just different things, just different things, different things. And, I, and just, it just because I'm in tune with Him. Okay, I need to move on.
Acts 27, 9 and 10, notice this. Paul advised them saying, men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss. Not only the cargo and the ship, but also our lives. Boy, I could just go off of that. I could just go off of that. I think God's trying to warn people all the time, and, and they just go beyond the warning. That's why they go through some of the difficulties that they go through in their life is because they're just unwilling to recognize that perception in their hearts and definitely not receiving it. Thirdly, are you with me? You tracking with me? Okay. Thirdly, how to follow the inward perception is we need to know the Holy Spirit's voice. We need to know the Holy Spirit's voice in our spirit. We need to know it. What is that voice? What does it look like? Remember, we read 1 Corinthians. And I'm going to tell you, this isn't just for the super spiritual. If we're his children, he wants to lead us this way. This is for you and I. Too many times I think ministers do people a disservice to, 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 God told me this, God told me that. But tell the people how. Let them know that this is not just for us. This is for all of us. Let's hear from him. And God wants you to hear from him. But anyway, um, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we'll jump down to verse 14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them. So he doesn't receive them, nor does he know them. Mark chapter 8, verse 17, Jesus being warned of it, said to them, Why do you reason? Because you have no bread. Do you not perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? The opposite of hardened is sensitive. Is he, are, you not, are you still not sensitive? To perceive, this is what, what God's saying. Do you still not know? Okay, the word perceive, again, uh, we talked about it. That sixth sense, that discernment, that instinct, that intuition. I like to say it this way, it's a knowing. Like this morning, as was worshiping, I just had this knowing that people just need to lay those things weights aside you just had to you just had to set those weights down it's just like as i was worshiping god just worshiping god just let the people know they need to let them weights down it wasn't a voice that i heard it was a knowing in my knower i perceived it in my knower i just had this 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 knowing i it wasn't it's like god god just drops it in your heart call your brother and let him know that the devil's a liar That he has always been a liar, always will be a liar, and he will always lie. The devil's a liar. Just let him know. Just let him know. You just, you just go tell that guy. You just tell him that, that he's special and that, that he's loved and he's appreciated. And you just let him know. You just let him know. It just came in my knower. It wasn't like I heard voice. I I heard all these words put together like you're hearing right now. It was just a, and I just know it. And it, it came into my knower. And how do I know that? I, it, it comes through being sensitive to God, through intimacy with God. That word know, in many places in the, in the scripture, it, it, it signifies intimacy with God, like a husband knowing his wife. You know, I know my wife. We can be in a crowd of people, and I'll hear her voice, 
out of all those other voices and everybody else's voices get tuned out at that point. But I can hear her. Are you with me? We need to walk with the Holy Spirit to the point that when, when all the chatter's going on in your life, your circumstances, your mind, your, your flesh is telling you, you want, it wants this, that, or the other. You hear the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, it's going to be all right. Don't you worry. I've got it covered. If I be for you, who could be against you? You know, he'll just drop it in your knower. And you'll just perceive it. And then as, as, as you walk through life, you just, you just strut, you know? You just strut. And you just, you just strut, right? And you just walk victorious. Because you got it in your knower. When you get it in your knower, you know that you know that you know. And it doesn't matter what people say or things say or circumstances say or your flesh says or your mind. Because your mind will play tricks on you. But when you get it in your knower, when you know that you know that you know, just tell everybody and everything to shut up. Because I know. I know God's going to work this out. Because he works out all things for my good. Because I love him and I'm called according to his purpose. He's made me to be the head and not the tail. Amen? Because I know it in my knower. And see, there'll be times where you're going through something and in your knower... You're going to get this. I better quit. Are you with me? And God wants you to hear from him. Start. Be. Be the hummingbird. Don't be a buzzard. Quit looking for the dead. Quit letting your flesh take you to places. Dead places in life. You start being a hummingbird. And start looking for the sweet voice of God. That. Still, small voice. I believe that God made his voice really small and faint because it takes intimacy to hear it. It takes closeness. It takes proximity. We have to get close to God to hear from him. God never created us to be distant from him. He created us to be close to him, draw near, Bobby Pastor Bobby said this earlier. Draw near to him and he will draw near to you. Proximity. God wants us close. He wants to be close to us. So close that he came to live in us. He's not a spiritual. Holy Spirit is not a spiritual hitchhiker. He's not, there to, he's not here to catch a ride until, until we get into eternity. He's here to have relationship with you and I. To speak to us. So today, follow the inward perception it will prove to be true my wife says it's all her her and I talk man God always shows me about people he'll always show me about things about people and I say they're not open they're not open to receive but watch watch and every time before I can see before we can even see anything with our eyes I perceive it in here in pastoring this church and I'll say honey I'm praying for them I'm praying for them we can't see anything with our eyes, and we'll watch. And, and it, sometimes you'll, you'll see them get off course a little bit, but they'll get back on course because of the prayer, and they heard from God. And other co- times they just go crazy. Are you with me? But let's all proceed from God, and let's stay on course. Father, thank you for today.